Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, hour number three coming up here on a Friday night. It is July 1st. Uh, We are heading into the 4th of July weekend, 4th of July this year on a Monday, one of the great traditional American holidays. We'll talk a little bit more about that at 11. I'm going to take one more shot at a Supreme Court case, uh, and if you guys are interested in talking about it, and I use that word guys, men and women, okay, fine. So... There was one case that we tried to get to last night, and we weren't able to. There were two cases, actually. <laughs> one was the uh, the Dobbs decision. But on this case, I'm very interested in how you feel about the ruling. What we're talking about is the case Biden versus Texas. The court, the Supreme Court, in a 5-4 to four decision. Now, this is interesting because... The other decision we were talking about was a six to three decision, and it broke and it kind of broke up with the conservative justices voting uh, one way, and the three liberals, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Breyer, uh, voting the other way. Now, in this case, by a five to four decision today, or actually yesterday, strike that yesterday, yesterday, the liberal bloc, justices Sotomayor, Justice Kagan, and Justice Breyer, were joined by Judge uh, Chief Justice Roberts and by Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Roberts, of course, was nominated by George Bush to be the Chief Justice, and Kavanaugh was nominated by President Trump. Um, four conservatives were in the minority, Amy Coney Barrett, um, Neil Gorsuch, um, Sam Alito, and uh, Clarence Thomas. And in this case... In this case, some of you have heard about the Remain in Mexico um, policy. Uh, this was a policy that was adopted by the Trump administration in which asylum seekers who were coming in to the U.S., uh, both um, Mexican asylum seekers uh, and asylum seekers from, uh, from other uh, parts of the world, you know, primarily Central America, in all honesty. Um, the Department of Homeland Security, under President Trump, decided in 2019 that um, when non-citizens were coming in to the U.S., they had to wait in Mexico while immigration officials decided the cases. The Biden administration... Um, issued an order ending the Trump policy of remain in Mexico. Uh, now you get several states who sued, saying that the administration did not have adequate justification to end the program. Some people think the Biden administration should be able to end the program. Others think the Biden administration should not. Okay, So uh, the polls indicate that about, again, this is the interesting 50-50 split, 49% of the American public believe that the Biden administration should be able to end the the Remain in Mexico program. Um, 
uh, 52% say no, it should stay in place, even though Donald Trump is no longer president. Breaks along party lines, Democrats by about a 3 to 1 margin, Republicans by about a 4 to 1 margin, uh, and independents uh, about 56 to 44, so that independents really held sway there. Now, the Biden administration has not had a great record on the border issues, as I'm sure most of you know instinctively. Um, but uh, they feel that this border issue uh, is one that I guess they feel they can uh, they can do well on. Um, so uh, the, the, the thought that I have on this is this is kind of, for you, a referendum on the different border policies between President Trump and President um, former former President Biden, uh, President Trump and President Biden, excuse me. Um, so this, I, I think that the, I think it's pretty clear that a lot of people uh, outside of this country have decided that they are more welcome here. They will be more welcomed here um, under a Biden administration than under a Trump administration. So it was in January 2019, the Remain in Mexico uh, policy was in place. Now, the Trump administration called it the Migrant Protection Protocols. Um, and the concern is that when people come over the border and they assert an asylum claim, they have a due process right to have that asylum claim uh, decided by a judge. But so many people are coming across the border uh, in the last couple of years, I mean, it's the numbers. The numbers have been uh, really astonishing. Uh, over, for example, in um, in March of this year, two hundred and twenty thousand people, uh, and that was the largest group uh, in in any given month until April came along, and it was up to two hundred and thirty-four thousand people. So, you, when you start to work those numbers up, you realize two or three million people, somewhere between two and three million people are coming across the border illegally um, this year. Now, the Biden administration said, look, um, we can't hold these folks because we only have like 32,000 detention beds. And that was their argument. Now, of course, the counter argument was we'll send them back to Mexico and let them wait there. Um, The border, because of this decision, will, I think, become even a more attractive uh, place for people to come because they know that they will get in. Uh, they will be given an asylum hearing date, but not all of them will show up for the asylum hearing. So the question is real simple. It's much more a question on the, the border. Who has done a better job on the border? Uh, the Trump administration or the Biden administration. We had a horrific event this week where 53 people died. They were packed like sardines in the back of a trailer. Um, and the, of course, it's we think it's hot here in New England. It's very hot in, hot in Texas. They literally you know, suffocated to death. Horrible, horrible. Now, yes, the cartels are, it's worth People are willing to pay thousands of dollars to be smuggled into the country. Uh, would I do that if I was in Honduras or, or Guatemala or, or Mexico? I, if I had the money and I thought it could lead to, a, I guess, would it make it? Would I do it 
would I be more willing to part with the money under a Biden administration? Yeah, I would. I would, because I think I would have a better shot. So my question to you is, did, did the court make the correct decision in basically giving the Biden administration the absolute right to end the Trump remain in Mexico policy? Uh, this is a victory for the Biden administration, but it is a victory that could come back to haunt them if they don't get control of the border. 617-254-1030, or 617-931-1030. So light it up, and we will um, we'll open up these phone lines right now. Come on and join the conversation. Coming back on Nightside. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, let's go right to the phones. Let's go to Mark in Maryland, see what Mark thinks about this. Mark, how are you tonight? Hello, Mark. Hmm. Well, why don't you see if Mark is there? We'll get him in a moment. I'm, you know what? Actually, I missed the button. My, my fault, Mark. That's my fault, not yours. How are you, sir? Okay, and happy birthday to you, because I know you'll be off next Friday. <laughs> yes, you got it. <laughs> Thank you very that. much, but, Mark. But That's what, very... I was going, uh, what, what was you talking about again that briefed me again? Well, the um, Remain in Mexico policy. Who do you think's done a better job on uh, controlling the border, the Biden administration or the Trump administration? The Trump administration did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't have no confidence in what Biden is doing too much myself. Yeah, um... Well, it's going to be interesting. What's going on in Maryland down there? Are there the people looking forward to, you know, Maryland is kind of like Massachusetts. Um, you know, it's a lot of Democrats down there and and what the heck is going on? You 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 had a one of the football players overdosed apparently on fent and fentanyl uh, fentanyl. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. That's yeah, so, that uh, is also part of the border problem because a lot of drugs are flowing over that border. And yeah, I was sorry to hear with those people that was killed this week, you know, in the truck. Yeah, the big big tractor-trailer truck. Can you That's imagine? That's why I said they should have remained over there where they was from anyway until they get their hand or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, to, to pay that money to to be smuggled into the country and to be inside. You're in a truck, and they've locked the door from, from the outside. You're not getting out until someone opens that door. No, uh, you're not. What a yeah, horrible. I was to hear that so much. 53 people. Unbelievable. That, that, that yeah. though, 53 souls at, in one moment, and, you know, you, it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah, so I'll be talking to you on the 11th when you get back. All right, Mark. Thanks very much. Uh, you stay warm down there. It's a warm night here in Boston, I want you to know. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank Bye -bye. you, Mark. Talk to you soon. Mark is a loyal listener down there in Maryland, and we have another loyal listener, John in Framingham. Hey, John, how are you tonight? Pretty good, and uh, a belated happy birthday to you because I didn't wish you a good one last year. <laughs> That's okay. That's very good. I'll take I'll take them all. Don't worry. I wish I was as young this year as I was last year, but <laughs> oh, don't we all? Yeah, unfortunately, those uh, the 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 years kind of add up. Um, that's that's for sure. Yeah. So. So what did you think about this room? It was interesting in the Remain in Mexico decision, um, there were a couple of the so-called conservative justices, um, Roberts and uh, Kavanaugh, who, uh, who yeah. voted in effect on the side of the Biden administration, which allows them to get rid of the Remain in Mexico policy. 
Well, that's again, is it, is, if it's an executive policy, don't you think it makes sense that he could do it? Although I think he'd be extremely unwise to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, when you look at it, no, when you look at it that way, the new the new president is elected, new president brings in new people, brings in new policies, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, um, it's, 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 so it's not too big a surprise. I just don't, it's such a disaster down there. If he's, he's just going to, you know, it's pour a little more gasoline on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think the abortion ruling is going to have any effect this time around anyhow. Unless, of course, you get some Republican that says that uh, rape has been automatically aborted itself. I mean, or whatever that was. Um, was, that the, was, that the, was that the guy in Missouri a few years ago? Yeah. 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 I they, mean, he, he could have won if he kept his mouth shut. Um, well, it's amazing. There's a story tonight that I guess some Republican who's running against Lori Trahan uh, has now been in some sort of a situation where he bought a gun illegally. I just, it's amazing. Well, no, what, what, is that Massachusetts? Is that yes. Massachusetts? Yes. Yeah, well, that's that's about right for the Republican Party here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean we're just, not going to have, it, we're not having some, like a Romney or a Weld coming in on their white horse this time. So uh, that initiative petition you were talking about, about licenses, if they get it on the ballot, that, that that would bring me out to vote. That's usually what I end up doing. Um, well, you should get out to vote there's, there's anyway, no John. I mean, there's no, yeah. You know, there's I mean, no I, I think that there. I think if you sit home, uh, the, you know, uh, even though you know that you're not going to vote for a winner, I think you should vote. Or if if oh. if worse comes to worse, do what I've done: go to vote and just blank the ballots. Um, send send a oh, message oh, that oh, way. I've, I've done that. I've met, I I really don't miss voting. Okay, it's it's just you know I'll, there's always something there I can vote against or whatever <laughs> I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. but you know this time I don't, I think the the abortion ruling's too new. And the other thing is all these states where they have the trigger laws or whatever they've been electing these politicians to these states for years. It's a red state. I don't think they did that insincerely. So I don't see any kind of dramatic change one way or the other as far as the status quo here, at least not this time around. Well, I'll tell you where it could change. I'll tell you where it could change, in my opinion. You have a a race in, for example, uh, Pennsylvania, where you have a lieutenant governor who's a Democrat and who apparently has been beset by some really serious um, medical issues. And then you have a Republican, and I don't know much about the Republican, but I guess he's a big trumper. And so, in a case where that's, if abortion, that's, Oz. Up, yeah, that's Doctor Oz. That's Doctor Oz. No, no, no. We're talking about the right? governor's race. Oh, governor's race. Oh, that's different. Yeah, right. Uh, you, you have strike that, by the way. Yeah, I'm. So, you know, you, you. I think you're right. My mistake. Um, uh, the lieutenant governor is, is he running? I'm not. He's confused. a Senate candidate. He yeah, is the same. So you're you're smarter yeah, yeah. than I am on that one, and I apologize. Uh, that's oh, well, uh, I got that one mixed up. So uh, yeah, you have Oz, who is considered a Trumper, um, endorsed by President Trump. Yeah. Um, that was a race that seemed to be winnable uh, for the Republicans. So now that's that is a real the Toomey that's Toomey seat. So if the if the Democrat wins, the Democrats uh, I, the seat. I, I, I've seen the other candidate. I think uh, Oz should have a, should be able to take that seat no matter what. Um, but because the other guy's a, 
uh, a Bernie guy. So he is I a mean, Ber- no, he is a Bernie guy. I get that. Yeah. Okay, um, but then you have, for example, in New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan certainly is a a seat the Republicans are looking to pick up. I have no idea who's going to win the the Republican nomination up there, but uh, in a close well, that, race, that's where Scott Scott Brown's wife is running for Congress up there, right? Right uh, for the House. But, but yeah. there are Senate candidates up there, and that was a race that was considered that it was winnable. But again, the abortion in New Hampshire, live free or die state, that could be a, that could be a problem for the Republicans. So it, yeah, it's, the, you the, never the, know. The, I mean, it's it's it's. I can say this. It's I can say it tonight. It's only July, <laughs> but no, November. The economy, if the economy's worse than it is now, and there's a good chance it could be, mm-hmm. no matter what you hear on TV. Um, You'll, you'll just maybe have to just take a chance. I, I think people think it, look at the economy, and they'll deal with this problem later. And anyhow, to get rid of the, uh, what do you call it, filibuster, you need 60 votes. You ain't going to get them. So, well, not uh, now, like said, unless, yeah. unless they do better in the Senate than than they're expected to do. Um, yeah. They're not... They, they, they they need they don't need sixty to get rid of the filibuster. They only need fifty need or fifty one to get rid of the filibuster. Yeah. Fifty okay. because Harris so would break the tie, yeah. and then yeah. that eliminates the filibuster. So uh, a, a, a Senate seat here and a Senate seat there, and it could have an impact. So all we'll of these see, cases we'll that we're talking about, that again, I thought people would be more interested in this one than they are. Um, are very important in terms of what impact. Oh, the, 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 if Biden changes that policy it he must just shoot himself in the foot again uh, at least in my opinion i i mean it's 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 i don't live down there and i don't understand this anyways because you're really flooding the labor market with semi-skilled people i know we need a labor force and it's only going to get worse before it gets better so i i just don't understand how irrational this is it's just like people come in willy-nilly you don't know what's going on well so, the idea is that if they were all you know, on ankle bracelets, and they were showing up in court for the asylum hearings. Uh, I I yeah. think that the the solution, you, obviously, is you tighten up the border and you have more asylum judges hearing cases, and and you give them due process. But but it, uh, asylum, it's 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 not an it's not an automatic. You just can't say, gee, I want to come to America and seek asylum because it'll be a better country. Uh, you, you have to say that you're. You're in fear, and, and you're living in a in a country where you are have reason to fear for your life or fear for your family's life. It's, it's yeah. Not, it's, it's so not if you look at the yeah, it's like what's going on down in Mexico and whatnot, where organized crime is probably running half the country at this point. I mean, maybe we were wrong when Winfield Scott got down to Mexico City, not keeping the whole nine yards in the first place. It might have been easier for everyone. <laughs> well, and then, that was under James Polk's presidency, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, actually, yeah, without yeah. Polk, we would not. Have, we, we were about maybe to lose a lot of the Southwest too. I don't know. But then the Republicans had a nice congressional win with a woman, first Mexican-born woman, uh, to to win a seat in Congress. Happens to be a Republican in a in a district that had been an overwhelmingly Democratic district. So it's going to be a fun year, that's for sure, John. You have a great Fourth of July, and we'll we'll uh, talk to you and, again in a couple of weeks. Okay. And, and happy happy birthday. Happy so see birthday, you later, sir. And happy hey, birthday. Bye-bye. When is yours, John? What 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 t- what month? October. Are you? October. That's my daughter's Week before birthday. election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Remind me when, okay. when we get to October, now, and I'll return the favor. Thanks, John. Talk to you. Okay, I'll give you my shirt size. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, we're done uh, for this uh, half hour. Here comes the news. It's 1030 at the bottom of the hour. Um, if if you are listening tonight and would like to weigh in on the border issue, which I think this week came into sharp focus with the 53 deaths in that tractor trailer, what? I mean, we're holding out um, ho- false hope. Uh- with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, and we're playing with people's lives. This is not right, in my opinion. Um... If you want to talk about the Supreme Court decision, fine. The Supreme Court decision revolves around Remain in Mexico. Uh, It has given President Biden a chance to get rid of the Remain in Mexico policy. I don't think he's been following it uh, much lately anyway. Feel free to join the conversation. Give the number, 617-254-1030, and also 617-931-1030. If you're listening from a faraway place, we are going to lighten up at 11 o'clock. We might lighten up earlier than that, frankly, um, because... It, um, it neither of these topics have lit it up tonight. After last night, we had four hours of phone calls, full lines for four hours when we were talking about driver's licenses for those who are here illegally in Massachusetts. It's interesting. It's interesting. We did have a bit of a blip earlier tonight, and we um, we lost some power, but we're the plane is still in the air. Feel free to join the conversation back on Nightside. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Okay, phone's got a little busy. Let's get to him. Alan Andover. Al, next on Nightside. Go right ahead, sir. Hi, Dan. How you doing? I'm good. I'm very well, Al. It's been a, an interesting week. <laughs> That's for sure. Go ahead. Uh, my feeling is, is that uh, President Biden is guilty of criminal neglect. Uh, regarding the border, that we don't have enough time to wait until November. Everybody's singing that song, wait until November. Right. I think it's time for alternative leadership from outside of politics to scare the Democrats and scare President Biden. Lawful, not hateful, but... How are you going to do that? Out. I don't under- I'm, I'm, con- I'm uh, curious as to what you're talking about. Uh, just somebody who... Uh, gets the view of the average nobody and and um, the average outlook toward immigration and the the, the mess at the border right. and gets gets some pressure on the Democrats and and the Republicans to do something about it. Okay, but what I'm saying is we have one president of the United States at a time, um, and he's president. Um, Donald Trump was president, and he's no longer president. Um, who's going to, I mean, by the president, that's his, his, who, who are you thinking? I mean, what do you, I'm, I'm still confused what you're talking about. I'm, I'm talking about a movement outside of politics, somebody from outside of politics. Okay. And what would they do? Just help, you know, play it out for me. So somebody steps up and says, I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican, but I'm going to do what about the border? Well, I'm not sure, but it, he would deal with the topic in a manner that the politicians aren't dealing with it. 
Yeah, I guess I guess I don't care who it would be, um, whether it was Elon Musk or Bill Bates, uh, Bill Gates, or um, uh, or or Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, uh, from where would their authority uh, derive? Is what I'm trying to get at here. I, I think you have an idea. I'm just trying to pull it out. Yeah. Well, I mean, we would hope that the authority would just be the anger of the American people. But if it had to take a further step forward from anger to something else, fine, because what country would we have left if we continue to have this open border mess? No, I agree, no, I agree with you. And we, we talked about that with a caller the other night. A country without borders pretty soon is, is not a country. Um, but, but if there have been groups down at the border um, who have tried to almost work as vigilantes down at the border and they have been told in no uncertain terms hey you you are not authorized you know you you obviously have uh, you know state authorities down there texas arizona new mexico california uh, who have their state police and then you have homeland security and ice and uh, the appropriate agencies who all respond to the political leadership that we elect. So, I don't know. I mean, I I understand your frustration. I could hear it in your voice, but I'm not sure how you um how you throttle that frustration and 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 move it in a positive direction. Well, you're the one who mentioned civil war sometimes. So, no, I don't I don't have no, to keep Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a sec. Wait, whoa. You got the wrong guy on civil war here. Trust me. I don't know what what other talk shows you're listening to, but I I Push down, I push back against that even when I talk to friends of mine. You know, we went through this. Well, you don't want it. No, really, you don't want it. But you, you, you say that I, it could I happen. I don't even like talk of it. I mean, yeah, okay. Okay, then. We're divided. We're div if that's where you're going, that's not what I'm interested in. I, I mean, we, no, we no, went I'm, through I'm that. I'm not interested in that. Believe me, I'm afraid of hearing a backfire from a Yugoslavian motorbike, you know. But, I, but uh, uh, something's got to be done to the United States. I don't think we can wait two more years. That's all I can say. Yeah, so, well, you, I think we don't have to wait two more years. You have, you have an election in November. Um, and that's a very important midterm election. We'll see how that one works out. Al, I appreciate you calling. I uh, hope you have a great 4th of July. Same to you, Dan. Enjoy listening to you, really. Thank you, Thank you very, very much. We'll go to Steve in Somerville. Steve, you are next on Nightside. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, hi, Danny. Hi, Steve. Hey, Steve, do me a favor. Thank Sounds you. like you might have the radio on, so please turn the radio that. off. And Can you hear talk me okay now? Well, if you please get rid of the radio and then talk. There's no radio. There's an airplug in my ear. I took it out. How about talking in? How about talking into the telephone that you're you're calling us on? Are you calling us on a headset of some sort? No, Danny. I'm talking on my cell phone on a speakerphone. Well, do me a favor, Rob. Put him on hold and explain to him why we don't want him on a speakerphone. Okay, let's go to Patrick down in Washington D.C. Patrick, how are you tonight? Well, once again, my hometown, the city that cannot leave the country alone, is on high gear. Is it? It's on what? High gear. I'm having trouble here. I, Did, uh, are you right, saying, let me let me let me just uh, walk over this way. How's that? That better? Let me. Yeah, but what are you saying? High gear? Is that what you said? Right. My city that cannot leave the country alone is in high gear. We're bugging okay. the heck out of everybody with everything. Expand on that for me, Patrick, because I want to make sure I, I understand where you, what you're talking about. Put you on the phone. Let me try this position. How is this working for you? 
Um, Patrick, we're going to put you on hold, and Rob, clean up Patrick's line for him, okay? We'll go to Tina in Woonsocket. Tina, welcome. How are you tonight? Yes, I'm fine, Dan. Um, I have a question sure. about the abortion issue, that the Supreme Court issue. There's some part of it that I don't think it's just, fair, or equitable. What I don't understand, and maybe you can explain it, if there are women who are already pregnant, Maybe they're five, six, eight weeks. They're not too far along. Mm -hmm. Or some situation like this, and yep. they're scheduled to have an abortion. And now they're in a state where it's uh, a state where it could become um, the way the states have been going, a, yep. a state yep. in which they're right. going to outlaw it. So yep. if a woman's already under a doctor's care, she's going to have a procedure an abortion, how can the Supreme Court make this edict without a time frame to allow women who are scheduled yep. for an appropriate abortion yep. within the time within a time frame? No, I hear your question. Can, it's a, Tina, you've asked a good question. Let me try to answer it for you, okay? Okay. There were a lot of states who had on the books some laws which were called trigger laws, which essentially said if the Supreme Court ever... Uh, overrules Roe versus Wade, immediately abortions will become illegal in our state. And several of those states at this point, I think, um, I think maybe Louisiana and maybe Texas, um, there has been, there have been those, the, the trigger laws have been enjoined. Um, so I understand the point you're making, um, uh, and I, that's all going to be settled out in all of these these various states um again the the decision did not say this decision is effective as of july 1st although normally when a decision is made like that a normal you know not as controversial as this uh, uh -huh. it effect immediately but i think that a lot of these trigger laws are being delayed for a couple of weeks and um uh, it, it obviously it, it's it's a confusing moment in time because at any given week, any given month, certain women become pregnant and want to have an abortion, and now, you know, women who might be learning they're pregnant tonight, um, they're also that's what I yeah that's what I mean yeah. or or the ones who have already under a doctor's care and are scheduled, yeah. and now you have a law that if they were to have an abortion or somebody would provide the abortion. The person who had the abortion could be a criminal, and the person who's providing it, they could be criminal. Well, the, and they've the, already the, been scheduled. The woman, the women in most of these states are not criminalized. The the criminal penalty goes against the doctor um, or the the uh, the health clinic that will provide the abortion. I think all of this will get straightened out, but it will get straightened out because there will be uh, requests for an injunctions, and then eventually, I'm sure, in some of these states, they will say, well, the trigger law uh, was inappropriate. Um, and, um, and and we are going to allow abortions and through, let's say, Jul July 15th or August 1st. I, I suspect each of the states will decide it, which is what the Supreme Court wants separately, okay? So there should be a time frame, according to this way of thinking you In just my explained opinion, to me. there will have to be a time frame, but let's see. I've been wrong before, so feel free to call me back and let me know that I'm wrong. I, don't, I do know that, that the implementation of some of these trigger laws have been stayed in at least two or three states of which I'm aware. 
and I suspect that there will be more where they will be um, where there will be a period, a grace period of some sort uh, to, well, to really address the practicality issue that exactly you, that you've raised. Tina, one of my better calls of the night. Thank you very much. Thank you for explaining it. Okay, I'll try it. I tried. Happy 4th, <laughs> Tina. Talk to you Thank soon. you. All right, we're going to get back to Steve. We're going to get back to Patrick and also Al in New Hampshire. Again, when Rob tells you get off the speakerphone, it, we, we want to hear what you have to say. It is not try to intimidate you. We want to hear, and we want my audience to hear what you have to say. We'll take a very quick break. We'll be back with Steve, with Patrick, and with Al. And if you want to join, the lines that are open right now are 617-931-1030. We are going to... Change topics at 11 o'clock, I promise you. I've got an interesting question for all of you, so please stay with us back on Nightside. Now, back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. Okay, let's go back to Steve in Somerville. Let's see if he's got that situation squared away. Steve, welcome back. How am I sounding? Perfect. Go right ahead. That's the way we like it. Uh, As far as the border goes, Trump is absolutely doing the right thing. His job is concerned this country and the people in this country. And Biden, he's doing everything wrong. He's destroying the country, not just in that, but all across the board. The guys, uh, whoever's orchestrating this guy, moving him around, there's some bad people in, in the administration. And they don't care about America. Now, I used to work down in Central Cedar at the border. I used to, people, the coyotes, to bring the chickens across, and I'd drive them up to L.A. There was a second border check up by Camp Pendleton. There was a temporary border check that would go up, and all the cab drivers knew it because every time it would rain out, they'd take down that secondary border check. So that's when everybody would stop moving. So you were, you, were, you were a cab driver in California? Yeah, at the border. At the border. So and you uh, would pick people up, and, and would you know that they were coyotes? Of course, of course you did. Of course, of course, absolutely. There was a safe house in southeast San Diego where they stood everybody. You go in there, there was about 100, 150 people curled up in balls waiting for the the rain to come so they can all pack up and move. And, so let uh, me ask let me ask you this. Um when when you were uh in in the presence of these folks, were you ever concerned that you might get arrested for you know basically that, uh, and abetting? Well, the advantage you have in a cab, he's a fear. He's a fear. So they can't impound the car and they can't arrest you because he's a fear. Gotcha. So I'm just driving a fear up to LA. But I have driven it in my own car in the trunk of my own car. And I have driven 18 of them in the back of a U-Haul truck. Really? And there was there was women, children, old men. Now, was, how much class, did you? How people. much? How much was? Did you get paid to do that? Well, I, you know, you don't get a lot of money. You know, we're just we're just one chain in the link, and we get 50 bucks per person. That's and how long ago was this, Steve? This is back in the 70s. Early 70s, mid 70s. Oh, okay, all right, okay, yeah. Well, 50 dollars a person in those days—that was a pretty good payday. Well, you know, in San Diego, it's feast of famine. The Marines and Navy, they get paid first and the 15th. And everything else is a hustle. Wow. So you got to hustle and make a few bucks to pay the rent. So, you know. So as somebody who was kind of involved in this, you feel that Trump's policy was an effective policy? A hundred percent. But you know something, if I was living in Mexico and South America, I'd be coming across the border, too. Yeah, I probably would as well, but I'd like to think I would be smart enough to do it legally. Because well, I think you know, the dangers yeah, are on, so... Unfortunately, uh, everything's mixed up. Everything's mixed up. I agree with you. It should be done legally, but the way it's going now, it's a free-for-all. And I we're in you. trouble I because of it. We're, we are in trouble because of it. 
Well, Steve, I agree with that as well. Thank you very much for your call. I want to hear from you more often, but not on a speakerphone, okay? Thanks. Okay, buddy. Have a great weekend. Happy 4th. Let me go to Patrick. Patrick, we had some interference on your call as well. Go right ahead, Patrick. I think it's over in the uh, south room, so I moved over to the north room, right? What can I say? Well, you know, it makes a difference. Also, it depends upon what window you're near. Um, it's a, the cell phones are kind of amazing things. So, but I've had the same situation. I can be on my cell phone at home, and I tend to be a walker during the day. And if I walk and I hit a certain spot, I hit a dead spot, people say to me, hey, are you moving? So I'm very cognizant. At night, I'm sitting in a chair. I'm right here. What's on your mind, my friend? Well, I have to join in with the conversation to add my numbers before the Trump administration did a better job with the border control. Yeah. It's just as simple as that, because you were going down into the governments of those countries and saying, hey, look, you know what? You're letting them through. Hey, Mexico, you're going to stop them. You understand me? And they did. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Stopping them at the border is not a problem. Letting them across the border and then saying, oh, OK, well, let's have your hearing. Sure. Sure. That's just too out to lunch. Yeah, well, the hearing would be nine months or a year later, and the the percentage of the individuals who showed up, I mean, once they're here, they're here illegally, um, and if they don't show up to their hearing, I'm sure there's an order for their removal, but they knew that they probably had a bogus asylum claim. They weren't going to win in in the hearing, so they'll take their chances being, you know, in the shadows, as they say. Well, absolutely, 100%. And, or and hope for some big asylum, uh, you know, uh, some, <laughs> some future president say, everybody's here illegally, come out of the shadows, and you're all set. That's the game. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, they got to do something about it. Of course, let's, let's understand, this has been going on for some 45 to 50 years almost. We've been discussing this of what are we going to do, yeah. and we should have had it nailed down by now. I would think, ago. I would think, but I think there, I don't think there was an, uh, uh, a desire on behalf of either party. I think the Democrats looked at these folks as, hey, there's, you know, they're losing blue collar voters. There's, there's, this will replenish our, our, our support for voters. And I think the Republicans did look at them as cheap labor. And I think it's, it's unfortunate because they were, they were not looked upon as anything other than as a tool or a, or a piece of chattel for one political party or the other. And that's horrible. In my opinion. Yes, sir. All, All right, Patrick, great to hear your voice. Hey, happy 4th of July. Yes, it is the 4th of July. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Al is in New Hampshire. Want to get you, Al, and one more in. Go ahead, Al. Hey, Dan. Uh, thank you, as always. It's a great, great uh, inspiration, great call, and happy uh, Independence Day. Right back um, at you. That gentleman, a couple guys before, said uh, there was there's some way something from the outside could happen, and I saw that you were trying to draw it out of him. and. And there actually is, is is an amazing opportunity for us to just follow the Constitution. And, you know, it took a while for me, but there's an article there called Article 5. And it tells us the founding fathers uh, knew that the the country would run away, the federal government would run away, uh, just understanding human nature. And it gave the states the right to propose amendments to to the Constitution. It didn't have to go through the House and Senate. It can go through state legislatures, and all it takes is... 34 state legislatures to call for one. Um, yeah, I, if, if it's as simple as you said, and, and others have mentioned that to me, i I got to be honest with you, you probably know, know more about it than I do. Uh, but if it's as simple as you say, my question is, why hasn't it been done? Because it, the problem is both on the Republican side and the Democrat side, 
they've stopped it at every every chance. And as as right now, there's I think 20 states that have called for it. There's a project called the Convention of States Project. Yep. There's about 20 states in these 30. Well, send me some information on it, and maybe I'll try to do something when I get back from vacation. Uh, just to uh, Rob, stay in the line. Rob will give you my email and and send me some information and a phone number with it, Al. And uh, I'll call you off air. And if there's something that I think people would be interested in, we may we may do something with it. Okay. Thank you so much. Don't hang up. Rob will give you my direct email. Last call of the hour, Tony in Brockton. Tony, go right ahead, sir. Hey, how you doing there? I'm doing great, Tony. we got only about a minute left for you. You're late, but I'm getting you on the air. Go right ahead. Well, i got two issues. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, accident happened. It was a driver. They had no uh, paperwork. Uh, two kids in the front seat. No baby um, chair, uh, and then he was an illegal immigrant. Okay. And then the Boston police was like, I don't know what to do. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Honest to God. So wait a sec, you were driving them, you mean? No, 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 no. I pulled up to get gas right on Warren Ave and uh, Forest Ave uh, in uh, Brockton. Yeah. And there was an accident. And the, one of the drivers had no paperwork. That gotcha. was, gotcha. From, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. uh, and now we want to give them license to drive. And right. this lady yeah, we, no we talked about, Tony, I wish you'd called in a little early and wish we wish you'd talk last, uh, called last night. We talked about that a lot last night. We will get back to that when I get back to, from vacation, and I hope you'll continue to listen all next week and then when I get back I the week after. All, the time. Yep. all right, man. Well, I will talk to you when I'm back. I'm back on July 11th, and we'll get, we'll get that subject because we're going to try to get that on the ballot here in Massachusetts, okay? Okay, July 11th. All right, enjoy the 4th, and um, happy 4th of July. You too. Right back at you, Tony. All right, here comes the 11 o'clock news, and we have a 20th hour. We're going to lighten up right after the 20th hour. And I have, a, I think, a challenging question that I, that I will propose to you. We'll be back right after the 11. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.